The Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you are deciding to listen into this cast, this podcast, I thank you and I appreciate you for joining. So good people, I want to ask you this morning or whenever you're deciding to listen in, I want to ask you about what's going on with the state of your mental health. Yeah, like we're closing out on Mental Health Awareness Month and you know, I haven't really talked about it much this month. One, because it wasn't on my radar to this magnitude, but it was brought to my attention. And man, oh man, what a week to kind of bring this in. And so I just want to ask that big question as we get jump started into today's episode. Um, and the reason why I'm talking about it is because we're on the benchmark of a couple of things. Uh, we are Argue, arguably walking out of one of uh, the darkest times in probably our generation. Uh, it, in, in some cases, it was it will likely, I, and I don't wish for anything in the future to be like this, but I can't say that ever, that it will be ever, but we likely, uh, it, it may serve as one of the most isolated times that we've had to this date. Um. And, and we're on the cusp of places and things reopening, especially as we head towards Memorial Day, like things are really starting to reemerge like these bugs, the cicadas. If you're in the Midwest or on the East Coast and you're in certain parts of the United States, you, you dealing with the cicadas too, right? Reemerging after laying dormant. And that's kind of what we're going through as a, as a, as a culture of people. And that doesn't even mean that the entire world is reopening in the way that we are. There are still some places on lockdown. So we hope that they're doing okay and that they're surviving and getting the tools and the equipment and the medical care that they need. Uh, but, but things are starting to open up. And so I'm not going to lie, like, right, this, this has been a somewhat trying of a year and y'all have been here with me. If you're new, thank you for joining. Uh, but y'all have been here with me through all the happenings of 2020. Right. And so I'm not going to lie. I've been kind of quick to forget that the, the masks have to be on. Um, but I will personally, you can go, I'm going on record to say that I am personally going to continue wearing my mask um, until we're in a more, I guess, a steadier situation. And I don't even know what that even looks like, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a little skeptical at this point because the mask mandates, I think they said right now we're operating off of the honors system and, uh, people just really have to be honest with themselves about if they're being open and honest or not. And y'all know just as well as I do, folks have been out here operating with no masks since day one, right? And so, you know, I'm not very confident that I'm walking amongst people who are operating with the same level of diligence. So I'm going to still 
keep that mask on for a little bit, even though it took a long time for me to begin wearing the mask. I, 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 I caught a lot of heat for that. So I'm going to still wear mine. There it is. It's out there. Um, but I, I also have to be clear to add good people that, uh, honestly, this week isn't the best week for me in general. Um, and I know that my, my tone is lively and I'm active and it's good. And I hope that it stays that way, but I'm going to, I'm going to get to that. And the reason why that is here in a little bit, but, uh, this week isn't the best week for me. Um, and, and that's just me being very real with you opening up about mental health and why it's so important. Um, it's okay to recognize and state that you're not feeling okay. Let me say that again. It's okay not to feel okay. What is not okay is to feel like you have to go through it alone. And if I'm being honest with you, like this week is tough for me for a variety of reasons. You, you probably are wondering, well, why is that? Um, and all I can simply say is I'll take you back to episode three built for this. If you never listened to it before, this is a very fine time to go and do so, uh, because it almost creates the roots for why we're even here talking today. Um, uh, but more importantly built for this and the whole concept of that story is the reason why I can even sit in front of you here today and have a conversation like this. Um, and for those of you who, who, who don't know, or you haven't heard built for this, or you can't remember, or you're not quite sure you went back that far, um, or you're just visiting for the first time, I say, welcome to the show that was built to give you a boost throughout your week. It is the one time power listen that aims to give you peaceful and positive perspective to help you tackle the hurdles that stand in the way. Those can be the head and heart hurdles, or those can just simply be the just Dang, anytime you're trying to do something great, something pops up, right? You may call it a push, but we call it muscle. Hence the middle of the week muscle help push you through the week. Now, again, thank you for joining, but I want to, I want to circle back to why it's a tough week for me. Uh, it's, it's a tough week for me because it's emotional, um, is, 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 is triggering, um, and, and mental health is a huge factor to feeling well, let alone feeling well enough to just get to it, it, whatever it is for you, rather that be getting to it for school or getting to it for a project or getting to it for this big meeting that you have or getting to it by way of taking initiative or doing something special for you and your family or, you know, whatever it is, right? when your mental health is struggling, um, it's difficult to feel like you're just going to up and get to it or just up and get it done. Um, and it's hard to feel like getting to whatever that thing is. If, if, if a person's person is actually in the process of grieving, uh, and that's very much like me in this week, in this moment, uh, this week brings on the anniversary of my sister's death. Um, it's, it's been a while, but it still brings up very, very big feelings for me. Um, it's been one year earmarking the death of George Floyd and all of the civil unrest that occurred here in the United States, uh, from that, from that movement, um, 
triggers for me are just about everywhere right now. And they have been over the last year. Um, and so I know, I know that I have to practice, and this is a physical practice. I have to physically practice methods on calming down and getting to center, which we'll take a look at one of those methods here in a little bit. Um, but that being said, uh, because this isn't all about me and what I'm going through, this is about you, right? We're here for our time. This is our time together, okay? We need to we need to honor that time, okay? Um, but with that being said, excitement can be coupled with grieving as things are beginning to open up. Maybe it's not necessarily death, but it could just be loss of something, right? Um, and so this excitement of like, wow, things are things are starting to return back to pre-pandemic. Um, things are starting to flow the way they used to, the way I remember, the way I felt comfortable. Um, I'm excited to connect with people I love and care about, but I'm maybe not so excited to go back into the office or, or vice versa, right? I'm excited to go back to the office, uh, but I'm, but I may not be so excited to connect with people who I've had disrupted relationships with or, uh, kind of a hard, hard sort of split, you know, and, and opening up means that I can't hide or I can't isolate away from that particular issue of a relationship for me. Um, and it, and it leads me or us to the big question of what does this, what does this look like for you? Um, will it be hard for you to adjust back to life with people or with your jobs or shoot, or even with crowds. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't even look at crowds the same way <laughs> anymore. Like if it's too many people, I'll be like, oh, uh-uh, I'm not going over. <laughs> I'd like, I'll look at a crowd in a minute and be like, y'all can't be trusted. Right. So we even approach crowds differently. And it, it's in my mind, saying new normal kind of feels weird to me. So I, I say, what does this look like for you? Because we're all approaching this with a different scope and definitely with a different sequence. So my big idea for this week, and it's not even a big idea, it's just the, the, the thing that we're aiming for each week is 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 a perspective or or a nugget that can maybe help us get through the week. And, and that's this, get to the center. Well, Jay-Z, you said, get to the center. What, 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 what is that? Well, I mean, we're in the fifth month of the year. We're closing out the fifth month of the year. We only have 12 months in a whole year and we're approaching month six. What does that mean for us? We're halfway through 2021 already. Um, and, and there may be time to reflect on what activates healthy coping with mental health. And, you know, we talk about this because anxiety and depression have been like exponential, uh, especially related to the pandemic stress from youth all the way up to adults, you know, uh, and, it, and it's been really hard for some of us, right? And as, as things are working to recover, although in some cases, things may never be the same for some of us, like 
for real, people have lost like multiple family members due to this virus. And if it weren't for the virus, people have lost loved ones to other tragic events. And if it weren't for that, people have been distanced from their friends and families or doing things that they love. And so again, um, the anxiety and depression had had been skyrocketed through the roof uh, related to pandemic stress. And so uh, now more than ever, it, it is a good time to fight like hell to get back to center. And so what might that look like if you've been drinking a bit more during the pandemic or during lockdown or during the isolated or the quarantine bit, try to reduce your intake. We're not saying go go cold turkey. I mean, if that works for you, then go for it. Uh, But try to reduce your intake little by little. If you if you've stopped taking walks or doing things outside or outdoors, Maybe get to doing a little of that each day outside or side note, pro tip early in the morning or in the evening when it's still lighter out, but in the evening time, like dusk, uh, if you are bothered by the cicadas like me, like middle of the day, those things are super active. So I don't go out in the middle of the day, but in the evenings I try to get out and in the mornings I try to get out. Um, think about things that you miss doing, like while we were going through And we're still in a pandemic. So I'm not going to say while we were going through the pandemic, we're still in it. But while we were going through that isolated period, that that shut in, like stay home if you have to, uh, stay home if you can, right? What are some of the things you miss doing? Is it safe to even get back to that? No, not yet. Well, what can you do instead? Um, What did you find out about yourself? Are there findings uh, where you've allowed more, like more grace and more patience to enter for the things that used to piss you off before? <laughs> I, I'm gonna be real, good people. I'm a little annoyed at the at saying things like this. <clears throat> you're on mute. You're you're muted, right? But I did learn something. I learned something. And, and you can't fault me for that. I learned something. I learned that if I do not shut off media usage at least a half hour before bed, I don't rest as well because my mind doesn't shut off so easily. So I learned that like there's things that I'm annoyed by as a result of the pandemic and how things are being done right now. Uh, but there are learnings that I've had about myself even that I don't know that I knew it prior to all of this. Um, if you have the luxury of working from home, might it be the case that you have to cut yourself off from like emails and responding to people or like the, the company chat, uh, program that they use, or rather it's like Google Hangouts or Teams or all the things, WhatsApp, whatever, whatever is out there, Facebook messenger. I don't, don't, whatever your company uses, right? Um, what about mornings? You know, when, when your mental acuity is sharpest, what, how do you treat those? Like, where can you go and find time to relax, even if for five to 10 to 15 minutes and enjoy the scenery or the surroundings or just enjoy being in the space, maybe meditate, maybe pray, maybe, maybe just really enjoy just being in that moment. 
Do you have anything like that? So I'm asking all of these questions because it's important to push through these things. And when I mean push as in like really ask ourselves these questions and really push ourselves to answer them openly and honestly. And the reason why is because we can only lie to ourselves and others for so long before it, whatever it is, catches up with you, right? We can only lie to ourselves for so long until the lie starts to take over whatever it is that we decide to lie about, right? Um, and it takes a lot to keep that up. And so you you can keep up the lie until the lie starts to keep you. And, and that's why I say you have to fight to get to the center because it's not an easy place to get to, nor is it an easy place to stay, especially when you're active or activated by other things or other factors or external factors like your kids, like your family, like your work, like your, your play, like your social time, your social life, whatever that looks like. Right. And so as a result, you know, I always come trying to bring a solution or, or something that helps. There's, there's a method out there. It's called the five, four, three, two, one method. Who knew that that was even a method, right? Uh, this method is a way to, in real time, reduce anxiety brought on by discord, uncertainty, stress, isolation, shame, or guilt. And this method is brought to us by well you and behavioral health partners. This is not a paid advertisement, so don't worry. Um, but uh, is that this is where the research and the study comes from, this method. And they suggest that by, uh, with a person uh, that is experiencing moments of heightened anxiety or panic, or if someone is starting to feel the onset of those feelings, uh, you can do this method to um, help, help get back to center. So what it, what it says is that by acknowledging five things you can actively see, like physically in front of you, oh, there's the clock. Oh, that wall is tan. Oh, that pen. Oh, those pieces of paper, that chair. Identifying and acknowledging four things you can touch right in front of you. I can touch this table. I can touch this microphone. I can touch my hair. I can notice the touch or the sensation of my hands touching one another. By acknowledging three things you hear, is it the cicadas chiming in outside? I know y'all, y'all, y'all are going to get tired of me talking about cicadas. I'm sorry. Um, is it the, is it, is it the wind blowing? Is it rain hitting on the awning or the windowsill? Is it cars? Is it a train? Is it, is it birds, birds chirping? By acknowledging two things you can actively smell. Is your nose stuffy like mine because of allergies? So then acknowledge that. Like I'm stuffy, my allergies, I cannot smell, right? But if you can, what do you smell? Do you smell the funkiness of breath, 
<laughs> because that's real. Uh, mask breath, right? Do you smell food? Do you smell someone's fragrance or your own? Do you smell fresh air? And then by acknowledging one thing, you can currently taste on your mouth. Is that coffee or tea or your cereal or your lunch or your dinner? What do you taste? By doing these five things, five things you can see, acknowledging five things you see, five things you can touch, three things you hear. Wait, did I say that right? Scratch that. Let me start again. By acknowledging five things you actively see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you currently taste on your mouth, you can ground yourself in the present or what I call fight to the center, fight to get to center. You can, you can ground yourself in the present when your mind is racing and bouncing through a variety of anxious, anxious thoughts. And, and, uh, well, you suggest even that this is only one of many things that you can do to get yourself to center. And honestly, out of, I've been sitting in mindfulness and wellness talks, uh, for the last three weeks. Um, and so this is right in alignment with what they're saying. I've had to sit on seminars. Yes, I do that lame. I know, but it's how I learn. Um, this is one of many. Um, and this is quite honestly, one of the easiest things you can do that doesn't require a time limit unless it takes you that amount of time to do it. But you know, it doesn't really require you to sit for five minutes or 10 minutes or 15 or 30 minutes even. Uh, so I think this is relatively simple and an important one too, as things are reopening and new stimulants are occurring that maybe at one point in time, you didn't have to think twice about, for example, uh, someone coughing into the air without a proper face covering. I'm not, I'm going to go on record and say prior to 2020, what, if you paid attention to it, you weren't having the same reaction. I put money on it. Like somebody coughing into the air now, like maybe you feel fine because you're vaccinated, but I don't know. You still might look over there with that look like, hold on. Right. <laughs> right. I know that I, that I try to remove that judgment, but sometimes I'm like, Oh, go hurry up, get away from the space. Right. Um, here's another example. Um, standing very closely to someone we've spent the last year practicing on how to stand far apart. So now when people are a little close, I'm like, hold on, where's that three feet at? Where's that six feet? Um, et cetera. So I know these things sound silly, but it can be just that can, those things alone are enough to trigger anxious thoughts, especially as people are beginning to congregate more and public spaces are opening up without restrictions. So again, it's good to be mindful of getting to center. What centers you and what does that mean for you if you're answering those questions very openly? Now, hey, listen, uh, getting to center, I know it's difficult because it might induce stress working to get centered, right? It's crazy. It's crazy how life will create discord while we're out here trying to create peace. But we need both. Without discord, we wouldn't know peace. And so again, as we close out Mental Health Awareness Month, the one-year anniversary of George Floyd, states reopening, newly activated triggers by new 
stimulants or simply adjusting to life as the changes are occurring within you and outside of you is exactly why the fight to get to center should be a priority unlike any other. Being centered gives us the chance um, to operate uh, from facts versus just feelings because one thing that, that we know from study is that Uh, when I'm operating from a center place, it allows me to operate from the executive function of my mind and the thinking part of my mind versus the fearful place of my mind, which depending on which place of my mind I'm operating from, it can generate very, very, very different results. And so that's why it's a big deal. Um, So good people, thank you for hanging in there with me uh, this month while we work to transition and bringing on the team. The team is finding their way and you will, and I mean, you will meet them soon. You'll start noticing some new things populate and circulate like never before. And I just hope that you do one thing. I hope that you continue to share it. I hope that you continue to promote, promote sending the episodes out. I hope that you continue to take us with you on your daily walks or whatever you did uh, you know, to, to find us during the pandemic. I hope you keep us while things are opening up. I hope that you share this with friends and family. I hope that if it wasn't for you, thank you for trekking with us. Um, please, please, please send it to somebody who you think could use it because we all know somebody that could use a good word. And, uh, I just want to tell you guys, I appreciate you. I love you. And most importantly, fight to find your centered place. Um, and protect that centeredness, protect that center place throughout your day. And uh, I just ask for one more thing, y'all just pray for me this week that I may make it through um, practicing on finding my center as I m- maneuver through the rest of this week. I will need it. So until next week, good people, I will catch you then. And as always, and most importantly, be safe, continue to practice whatever you need to, to uh, find security. Let's work on these methods to fight to get to that center and let's start operating from, or let's continue, like not start, but let's continue operating from a place that will allow us to experience those moments of centeredness as we work to promote the, the, the importance behind mental health and how everyone's has been impacted over this last year. So I thank you guys so much. You made it to the end of the episode. I love you guys. And I can't wait to catch you this time here next week. And until then, as always, let's make it a great week. And most importantly, let's go.